Welcome to the Avail Podcast, where we dig deep and talk about the art of leadership. My name is Virgil Sierra, and today we're sitting down with Michael Turner to discuss his new book, Flourish. Michael is an author and the founding and lead pastor of Turning Point Church in the South Atlanta area. Today, we'll be discussing his latest Avail book release, Flourish, Finding Your Place for Wholeness and Fulfillment. Let's get started. Pastor Michael, it's good to be here with you. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing awesome. Thank you, Virgil. Man, it's such an honor to be with you guys and to be on today. I'm pumped. I'm excited. I'm ready for what God wants to say and to do. And uh, so honored to be a part of the Avail family. And uh, man, just really pumped. Yeah, every time I talk with you, Pastor Michael, I, I'm encouraged. Every time I speak with you, I'm encouraged because I get some wisdom. I get some ins- insights. Uh, I, get, I, I grow. And so I'm, I'm excited about this conversation. I'm excited for everybody who's leaning in right now as well. And, and this is going to be this is going to be on our on our avail library. So people are going to be able to see this all, all over the time, all over the place and forever. So here's my first question, uh, Pastor Michael. Can you just share a little bit about yourself? Because yeah. that people want to know is who is Michael Turner? Well, I'm a native of Atlanta, grew grew up on the south side of Atlanta, been married now for 24 years to the woman of my dreams. I have three children uh, that are kind of in that young adult window from 18 to 21. And uh, man, I love I love the local church. I love championing uh, the vision of the local church and just making an impact. And uh, so that's really what what I'm about uh, as far as, you know, the personal level. But yeah, that's that's a little bit about who I am and what I'm passionate about. Uh, passionate about my family. I'm passionate uh, about seeing them embrace the kingdom and doing kingdom together and just seeing them take their place. And man, I'm, I'm telling you, God's doing some amazing things. And so, yeah. That's good. You know, I, I want to take a, I want to give a quick shout out to Rob, who's connected to our live Facebook stream from the Emerald Coast of Destin, Florida. Rob is good to have you as well as anybody else who just recently connected. We are on our Avail live call webinar with our author of the month, Pastor Michael Turner. So the book is Flourish. The book is Flourish. Uh, finding your place for wholeness and fulfillment. I, I want to just hear a little bit what inspired you to write this book, Pastor Mike? Yeah. Well, honestly, Virgil, it was something that um, I've lived out, you know, as somebody who, as a young 20-something, didn't really have any purpose, vision, uh, any hope, was just broken and trying to manage my brokenness the best I could from week to week. And when I finally surrendered my life to Christ and uh, just committed to Christ to really do my best to follow him and, and to honestly be connected to a local church. In other words, I didn't want to just uh, go to church because it was the right thing to do. I, I just kind of fleeced God and I said, God, if this is real, if this is what you want from me, um, I'm committed, I'm going all in. And, it, and I just, I drew a line in the sand and um, man, began to come to church every week, began to learn how to read my Bible. Uh, and then I finally found a place of wholeness and, and just healing, right? And I had uh, just great leaders that uh, affirmed me, spoke to my potential, called it out of me, blessed me, and uh, invited me to serve at different levels. And just to see how that small, that small decision to commit not only to God, but to the body of Christ and, 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 and the local church and how uh, that, that community and how that purpose and, and healing and fulfillment 
it's where I, uh, you know, eventually met my wife and uh, began to go uh, into my purpose, full-time ministry, uh, 27 years now. So just to be on this side of that, because I came in broke, addicted, uh, wounded, you know, just no, I, I had identity issues, was confused, had no discipline. And now to be on this side at 27 years later and to look back and to see the marriage that God's trusted me with, to see the children that he's trusted me with, uh, the, the ministry, the resources, the, you know, the stewardship of, of the things that he's put. So in my mind, uh, in my spirit, I began to just, you know, put these, these, these dots together, if you will, and mm -hmm. scripturally just begin to see how it's his purpose and his plan uh, for that. And when we make that decision, the benefits are incredible that we can actually go from barrenness to fruitfulness. I started out, you know, as a single man with nothing. And now here I am, God's multiplying. And that's actually what God wants for us, Virgil. Uh, he wants us to be fruitful and to multiply. So I think for me, I, I felt just a charge from the Lord to put this into a format that was uh, easy to understand, but could actually help people also draw a line in the sand, uh, giving them the why behind the what and, and having a faith and a, and really a plan to a, a roadmap, if you will, uh, to learn how to do that in their own life. Because I think we all, we feel like we're made for more. And so many times we may not know why. And I, and I think the book kind of answers the question that it's found in the house of God. And that when we get planted in the house of God, the promise is we're going to flourish. We're going to be fruitful. And uh, so, yeah, that's that's kind of where the idea came from. I felt like so many people, especially after the pandemic, uh, where we weren't able to come together and a lot of stuff was going, you know, online and I'm all about digital. But it it, it just is almost like, OK, I really need to get this message into the earth uh, for for just people really to help them uh, connect as well. That's good. You know. I really, I personally, and I was thinking about it right now as you were talking, I really like the word flourish. I think, I think there's, I think it's a rich word. I think, I think it's not just, by the way, it's not just, I'm all right. I'm doing okay. Yeah. And I'm flourishing. And I think, I think at our, at the, at the core and in our hearts, we all want to flourish. And, and by the way, I don't want to just flourish in one area. I want to, yeah. I want like a holistic, yeah. let's talk about the word about, about flourish. How do you define flourish? And, and what does it mean for a Christian man, a Christian woman? And by the way, here on Avail, we're all about leaders, right? What does it mean for a Christian man, woman, leader to truly flourish? Well, you know, from the dictionary, it talks about um, a living organism uh, growing uh, exuberantly uh, in a vigorous way, in a healthy way. Uh, and it's due in large part, it says, uh, to a healthy environment. And so to flourish means to me, uh, we're going to find that place of wholeness that I talk about. Because so many people, Virgil, they even after they follow Christ, so many times they think they're supposed to just manage their brokenness. And if I can just make it to the end of the week, and if I could just make it, you know, and 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 that's not really the victorious life that I read in the scriptures. And, and so to me, to flourish, it means that I'm going to find that place of healing and wholeness. Uh, and I'm going to live from that place and, and have that closeness with God, uh, but also have connection in the body uh, of Christ to where I'm, I'm bringing forth good things from my life. So, so many times, you know, because of the environments we grew up in, you know, I grew up not necessarily in a, uh, 
a healthy, uh, vibrant home. Uh, it was dysfunctional. I think all of us at some level have, have those uh, testimonies and experiences. But uh, I noticed that I was beginning to reproduce bad things in my life, uh, but God wanted to reproduce good things in my life. And I think that's what we want. And so to flourish to me is being connected in the right environment, in the right place, so that you grow the right stuff out of your life that actually brings healing to us, where we become the healthy version of ourselves. Yeah. And that's actually the best gift we can give somebody else. So I would just say that's what it means to me is, is your whole, not that you're perfect, but your whole, and then you're beginning to walk in your purpose, you're, you're beginning to make an eternal difference in the lives of everybody around you, you know, and there's good things coming from your life, and you're a blessing. And I think that's what brings fulfillment. And like you said, not just, you know, just spiritually, but as a father, yeah. as a husband, as a leader, as a businessman, as a friend, you know, and so, yeah, I think it is that, that whole, that whole, that whole, uh, you know, full circle of flourishing in every area of our life. So to me, that's what I would say for sure. Yeah, that's good. You know, I, I want to do a quick little thing here. Everybody, we're on our avail live call webinar of the month with our author of the month, Pastor Michael Turner. Quick shout out to Victor from Nigeria, Kendra from Maryland, Janet from Canada, uh, Dr. Tammy from Georgia. Thanks for being there. And everybody else who's on, everybody who's on, who's on our Facebook live stream as well. Thank you for being here. Uh, um, in a few moments, we're going to unveil and, and, and share, share the book. Um, my book is actually in the mail on the way to me. Pastor Michael, do you have one there? Do you have I do. one? Come on, show it. There it is. There it is. Beautiful, beautiful. There it is. Flourish. So we're talking about this book, Flourish. I, I'm curious and I want everybody else to kind of lean in a little bit. When I was, when I was looking through the, the guide of the book, I could see that there was kind of three sections, section one, section two, section three, and each one of those has multiple chapters in them. Can you kind of break that down a little yeah. bit? Yeah, I, I think um, it's just something that, that the Lord kind of um, gave to me so that I could help not only embrace it and get my arms around it, because I'm a very practical guy. You know, mm -hmm. I have questions and I really have to kind of understand uh, these these different elements to to help me get my arms around it. And so uh, when I started thinking about the house of God, I love the house of God. I love the, the the thought, you know, of the father's house and like David, you know, passion for God's house consumes me. And, and, and I think from this uh, idea that so many times people say, is it about a building or not about a building? And sometimes people can get off and say, well, it's not really about a building and the church is not the building. And we, that that's totally true. But what is the house of God? What was this thing that David loved? What was it that he said, I was glad when they said to me, let's go to it. What, what was it that he said, I love the habitation of your house. It's the place. What is this house? And so, so many times we can be limited to think that it's a physical location. And, and so I, I really break down this idea that the house of God is really about the dwelling place of Yahweh. And when you look back to the garden, there were three elements. It was, it was not only in the garden, it was with uh, Abraham, it was with Moses, it, was, uh, it goes through Joshua all the way to David, uh, even through the New Testament. And there's these three elements that I find were also in the garden, and it was the presence of God with the people of God fulfilling the purpose of God. And so to me, those are the three elements that make up the house of God. And if we're going to uh, enjoy the house of God, as David referred to so much, uh, we're going to have to embrace all three of these. And I think sometimes, Virgil, 
we want to kind of be selective. Well, I don't, I'll take the presence of God and it's like just me and Jesus and that's all I need and I don't need people. And, you know, my purpose is to love God. And, and I think we fall short and we stop, uh, we stop the maturation process in our life when we are limited, you know, because sometimes people can think that it's a, a building and they don't have God, right? They, they can go to church but the presence isn't with them. And so they're not really experienced. They can have the form of religion, right? But not, not know the power of it. And so it's the presence of God with the people of God, fulfilling the purpose of God. And so that's why I broke it down to talk about these three elements and then how do we connect in it, relate in it, and then how do we get healed? And then how do we fulfill our purpose? So I think it's in the house of God uh, that we're planted in. That's where we're going to flourish. So that's the idea. And I broke it down just so I could really dig in to those three elements so that people could really get this understanding of the house of God. Yeah, this is good. I think, I think we underestimate how much of the flourishing is connected to these, right? To the presence of God, to the, to the people and to his purposes. Uh, and I think that's why it's important for a, for a book like this to come out. There's something, there's something I've realized on my journey, on my personal journey, my walk with God, my walk as a leader, as a pastor as well, um, the importance of the people around us. Now, chapter five is entitled, We is Greater Than Me. <laughs> Can you unpack that a little bit, just your heart behind we is better than me, and how is that connected to us flourishing? Sure, sure. Well, Virgil, in the book, I actually take more time on that second section, the people of God, because I think this is where uh, the most uh, uh, damage, if you will, or uh, offense, uh, stumbling blocks, uh, resistance. Sometimes we want the presence of God, but we don't want the people and we don't like the church. And and sometimes people, you know, can can I think in an unfair way. Uh, blame the church and 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 attack the church, if you will, uh, see it in a negative light. And so I really wanted to kind of dig in into this idea of the people of God, because I believe it's here uh, where we're going to have the opportunity to grow the most. And in other words, we'll never reach our full potential or purpose uh-huh. without the people. That's right. It's always been about the people. It, it, it's always been about the people, uh, whether it was like, like I said, Abraham, you know, it was about a thousand generations, whether it was Moses and the people, or it was Joshua and the people or David and the people, not Jesus. Anyway, so the we is greater than me. It's just this idea. I have to remember that uh, one is too lonely of a number that I, I can't fulfill my purpose by myself, that, uh, you know, what, whatever is intimate, when you look at creation, you know, when God created things to reproduce after their own kind, there had to be intimacy in order for that potential or that seed to mm-hmm. come out and germinate, there had to be intimacy. And, and so whatever is intimate reproduces, that's why I need you, Virgil, you need me, we yeah. need each other, because we can't fulfill our potential. So, we is stronger than me. We is smarter than me, right? And you've heard it. John Maxwell, I think, says it the best. If you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go further, go with others. And yeah. so it's just this idea of how we need each other as the body of Christ. It's like Paul talked about, you know, I can't be the foot and say I don't have any need of the hand because mm-hmm. I've never seen you can't walk on your hands, right? I mean, you can, but sure. you wouldn't want to. And, and so that's that's where the idea comes from is that we we need each other. We need others to fulfill our potential and our purpose and that we're just better together. 
why do you think people get stuck here? Like, why, why do you think, what, from your experience as a pastor, as a leader, why, why, why do people sometimes get stuck on this we is greater than me situation? Well, I think we live in a, a, a culture of wanting to be self-independent. Right. Like, I don't need anybody. Um, mm-hmm. But we know that that's not, you know, that's not the way of the kingdom. That's, that's, a, that's a behavior of the world. And that's why Romans 12 says, don't copy the behaviors of the world. I mean, we live in gated communities. We don't go outside anymore. You know, I, ha- I-, I kid, uh, but we have a sign in our neighborhood that says slow children at play. I never see kids outside. So there's this isolation where we're, you know, in anyway. So it's, we're not naturally, uh, we don't, we don't naturally gravitate towards community. We, 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 I think naturally we withdraw from it and we want to isolate. And I think people, because of, uh, of perhaps insecurities, uh, perhaps wounds, you know, we've been hurt by people. And sometimes we think, well, I'll just keep people away. And, and I tell, I say this in the book, that yeah, we can be hurt by people. It's just a part of the journey, but we can also be healed through people. You know, yeah, it was uh, a, a person. It was a father in my life that had hurt me and wounded me. But then God gave me a spiritual father who wasn't perfect, right? But God brought healing to me. God affirmed me. God blessed me and taught me sonship. Uh, th- I could have never experienced that without a person. And mm-hmm. I think I think we think we can do it without people. And I don't think. I don't think we can. I think if the enemy can keep us from the people of God, he can keep us from the promises of God. And I think that's what it is. It's offense. It's, it's wounds. Cause we, we love deep, right. And, and the deeper you love, the more susceptible you are to being hurt. And, and, and so that's why I talk about wholeness. And I go through this whole, this whole uh, process in the book about conflict resolution, uh, expectations, um, how to deal with offense, you know, because we're going to be offended, Virgil, right? Jesus said it's impossible that offenses won't happen. And sometimes we come into the church and, and we, again, we get caught up in the glory of God, the presence, our life has changed. We're worshiping everybody, smiling and laughing. We're going to bump into some conflict. We're going to, our feelings are going to get hurt. We're going to be misunderstood. We're, we're going to feel unappreciated. We're going to have moments of because there's different people at different levels and different walks. And I remember when I came to church, Virgil, I thought everybody in the building was in love with Jesus, <laughs> where they, they were spiritually mature and they weren't. And that was a shock for me at first. Like some people were a little bit more carnal, right? Some people, again, they were at different levels, but as an immature believer, I didn't know that I had an expectation that wasn't realistic. And, and I think that's where, so anyway, I talk about that in the book. How do we put the expectation back on ourselves and then just bring the best of who we are to it? And then when it comes up, deal with it. You know, we talk about that. Yeah. It's, you know, as I'm thinking about it, you know, it's, it really, I think it's probably impossible, but at the very least, it's very hard to flourish alone. To right. flourish without. Yeah. And I think, you know, as a pastor and a leader myself, um, man, I, I could just see unresolved conflict, you know, offenses because of somebody, somebody, something somebody said, things right. we can carry from our childhood or our, or our youth, you know, or, you know, years ago, sometimes yeah. that we haven't let go of, which, which brings me to, to one of the other chapters, which is entitled the real F word. <laughs> talk to us a little, talk to us a little bit about the real F word. So the real F word, I did that to just pique interest, obviously, but to me, the real F word in the book is forgiveness. Yeah. And you know, this as a pastor, uh, the, 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 the most challenging giving that a believer will ever do is not financial giving. 
That's not their greatest test of giving, although it is a great one. It's forgiving. Mm. And so it's this idea that if I'm going to have great relationships, that means with my wife, with my children, with my friends, my team, I've got to put the expectation back on me and I've got to be a great forgiver and a great apologizer. And so if, if I embrace that value, it means that, you know, so many times when we're hurt and I know firsthand, again, when I first got saved, I had unforgiveness towards my dad. Mm -hmm. uh, when I talked about my dad, I didn't say nice things about my dad. I was very uh, accusatory. Uh, I, I would, you know, the Bible talks about blessing and cursing. I would literally speak negatively or curse who he was, and it was unforgiveness. And I realized that's not hurting him. It's hurting me. And so forgiveness is so vital because when we forgive, Virgil, it gives us space for healing. Mm -hmm. And we can never be healed as long as we hold that transgression or that debt. And I think that's why Jesus put it in the Lord's model prayer, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, teach us to pray in the model prayer, forgive us as we forgive others. Peter said to Jesus, how many times should we forgive? 70 times seven. And so it's just this idea that if you're going to flourish, forgiveness is going to have to be a part of your life because you're, you're going to need to give it often, right? But just as we have been forgiven so we need to forgive others. And so many people, I think, are not flourishing. They're not fruitful. They have no joy. They're, they're, they're carrying burdens. They're, they're not able to move into their purpose or their destiny or their potential. It's because they're holding on to that hurt or that forgiveness. And if we're going to be healed, uh, we've got to let that forgiveness go. And in other words, not, not what they did was okay, but um, I'm not going to make you pay for it. You know, if we're going to reconcile, when you think about reconciliation, if you reconcile your, your checkbook, uh, people don't really do this a checkbook anymore. But back in the day when we had checkbooks, you would reconcile your balance to a zero. And that's what Jesus did for us. He brought our balance to a zero. I mean, we owed him so much. And so we've been reconciled. So that's what we're called to do as ministers of reconciliation is to bring people's balance to a zero. And that's why we need grace, you know, and it's not easy. I mean, that forgiveness, man, sometimes you can say I forgive. I know personally, you know, even in the last couple of years, uh, just with with church and leadership and ministry, you know, you, you can say I forgive you. But when you hear, you know, that issue or that topic come up, something can rise up in you. And so we have to pay attention to that. You know, and I think that's why the Lord Virgil tells us to pray for those who oh. curse us uh, and spitefully use us, because I think it's impossible to, to pray with faith from a place of, of, of humility and genuine love for somebody and still uh, hold on to unforgiveness. So I think it's really an antidote. It wasn't that, you know, Jesus would say, well, pray that they prosper and do great. No, it, I think it's for our heart. And so that's why I talk about it's the real F word. And if we're going to flourish in the house of God, we've got to put that into practice by faith again and again and again. You don't want to miss this month at Avail, or any month for that matter. Why? Because each month, the Avail Online Leadership Series happens. A live call with leaders from around the world who have a passion for God and key leadership insights to impart to you. Interact with authors, pastors, and influencers from every industry. And the best part? It's free! To get registered right now, head over to theartofleadership.com. What are you waiting for? I love this. I love this conversation. Hey, everybody, we're on our Avail live call webinar of the month 
with our author of the month, Pastor Michael Turner. I'm put some music on, get this party started. Woo! All right, so here's what I want to do, Pastor Michael. I want, I want to keep this conversation flowing. But first, two things I want to do. If you're on the chat right now, here on Zoom or on Facebook, I want you to type in the chat, I want to flourish. Come on, type it out. And if you could put flourish in all capitals and maybe put your favorite emoji on there, let's do that right now. I want to flourish. And I want to share with everybody a special, the special offer. On This is our new book of the month. Every month here at Avail, we put resources that are going to help you on your walk with God, on your leadership journey. They're going to help you. And, and who does not want to flourish? We all want to flourish. So here's what I want to do. I want you to know we have a special offer right now on behalf of Avail for all of you. It's in the chat right now. Our Avail team is putting the link in the chat right now. If you're not yet subscribed to Avail, you can actually get this book for free plus six months of the Avail Journal for free, okay? If you're not subscribed to Avail, here it is. You got an amazing offer right now. By the way, if you copy and paste that link into another document or on your phone so you can save it and share it with somebody, come on, share it with somebody that you care about and tell them I want you to flourish. <laughs> this is an amazing offer. If you're already subscribed to Avail, you know how to get our resources right on the website. But here's what I want to encourage you to do. There's a masterclass bundle upgrade right there on that link. Our Avail team, thank you Avail team for putting the link one more time. It's there right there in the chat. We want to make sure everybody gets it. Click on that link, copy and uh, paste that link so you can share it. You can see it later as well. The masterclass bundle upgrade includes not only your beautiful hardcover flourish book, it's going to include a companion study guide so you can kind of journal the journey as you're going through the chapters. Can I just mention, uh, Pastor Michael shared it, um, it starts off with made for more and holy ground, then there's section one, the presence of God, no place like home, he wants to stay, habitation, then it goes to section two, the people of God, we've been talking a little bit about that right now, and then it goes on to section three, the purpose of God, uh, man, this is a great, great book. Not only does, it, does the Masterclass Bundle upgrade include the book, the Companion Study Guide, it also includes the videos of the Masterclass. Masterclass videos, there are six extremely well-produced videos of Pastor Michael himself speaking about uh, giving more insights, walking along the journey of this book, Flourish. I really want to highly encourage you. It, re it really is a no-brainer if you want to flourish and you want to grow. Come on, you got to get this. And I encourage you to share this link with somebody, share it with a friend, share it with a, your pastor, share it with a leader, uh, maybe a colleague at work that you want to see them flourish in every way, especially in their walk with the Lord. The link is in the chat avail team. Thank you for putting it in. Once again, I see you guys typing in the chat. I want to flourish. Thank you for using the capital letters. Thank you for using the emojis. I see you there. I see you, April. I see you, Dr. Tammy. <laughs> Thank you. I see John as well. Okay, so here's what I want to do. Pastor Mike, I want to get back into the conversation. We'll come back to this. But by the way, real quick, did you enjoy recording those masterclass videos? I did enjoy it. Yeah, it was a blast. You know, I really felt God gave me some unique uh, insights that aren't in the book. And so that was really cool to see uh, that as well, that I really think you're going to help drive home the points um, in the class. So, yeah. I love that about Avail because I remember, you know, for many, many years, you know, you can get a book and you can learn from it. But now the the beautiful, that, that, that masterclass touch, right? Yeah. Of yeah. The videos, you not, you don't, you don't, you're not just reading it, but you actually get to see and hear from the author. And I love yeah, that. It's a great, it's great. It's great. Yeah. 
All right, everybody, if you haven't done so, click on that link. It's in the chat. I want to keep this conversation uh, flowing because <laughs> I'm, I'm learning as we're talking. I'm getting excited about reading more of the book. Um, uh, Pastor Michael, let's talk about, let's talk about just for a moment, um, who, who could benefit from this book, right? As you, as you were writing this, as it was coming to life, now that you have it in your hands, who, who, who's the target? Who, who do you think, man, I want these people to get this book in their hands? Great question. Um, I, I really believe that it's for the body of Christ, uh, first and foremost, but I, I think it's also for those, those, those people who, like I, like I was, like I knew I was made for more. I wasn't content. I, I wasn't fulfilled. I would get excited about something and it would, you know, not last. And I started turning to other things, uh, substances, relationships that were counterfeit. They weren't fulfilling me. And it's all because I had a call from God and it's all had an invitation, you know, to come to his house, house get planted, to be whole, to find to so that I could be fruitful and multiply so that he could restore generational blessing to my life that the enemy had stripped from my family and my fathers and my father before him, how the enemy had ripped our, our dignity and, and, and there's just dysfunction, divorce, adultery, you know, just all the alcoholism, uh, addiction, and how, you know, I think there's so many people that God wants to restore and use them to change their family tree, like to be a game changer. So I think in that regard, that's, that's, that's who it's for. But I also believe, Pastor Virgil, it's going to help pastors. Like, I really hope pastors will see this as, wow, a resource for people in their church uh, to help them walk through. Because we've, we've taught this as a series uh, this month, and we have had so, so people engage in the vision, step into serving. Uh, start our next steps process to where they can, you know, discover uh, more about our church and what does it mean to be a part of the house. So I, I think also, uh, I believe churches, if they can get a hold of this, I think it's a great resource to help them carry out the vision that God's entrusted to them as well. So that, that's probably who I think it's for. That's good. I want to go to a question from somebody that's on live with us, Pastor Michael. And by the way, if you have a question, uh, for Michael Turner, author of this book, Flourish, you can use the Q&A tab on the bottom of the Zoom window. If you're on Facebook, you can just put it in the chat. We'll try to get to all the questions. But uh, Dr. Tammy, she asked, she's, she's, when we were talking a little bit about um, just the people issues and people problems, yeah. uh, she put, I think it's uh, also sometimes that I can't trust anybody attitude as well that can affect us. So she, she asked, can you talk a little bit about this, about not trusting God, uh, in addition to not trusting each other? Sometimes we can fall in that kind of um, situation or position where, where we're just not trusting. Can you touch on that? Sure. I think, you know, first I'll just say that later, a couple of months from now, my wife, Charlotte Turner, is writing a book called Trustworthy. So it's all about this topic. But I would just say uh, to you, Dr. Tammy, I believe is what you said. Um, you know, the thing that God wants the most is to be considered trustworthy. And if we're honest, he's the most trustworthy being that exists. And so uh, we go back to struggling in our trust for God. I think it's per perhaps that uh, we've been disappointed. Um, maybe we mis misunderstood, uh, you know, the nature of God, uh, or maybe we misunderstood uh, his character. And I think um, when it comes to trusting God, 
we have to go back to who he is. We've got to go back, I think, like recount his faithfulness, recount his goodness, because there are so many things he's done for us that we may not have even been aware of, or we may have forgotten. And so for me, if I'm ever in a place where I'm struggling with trust, I always recount the goodness of God. I remember when he brought me through. I remember when he answered the prayer. I remember how I cried out and he healed me and he rescued me. And so for me, uh, I've got to lean back towards the word of God, you know, because I believe that that faith comes by hearing. And I think when we're not trusting God, I think we've gotten away from number one, close fellowship with God. Number two, we've gotten away from uh, that, that remembrance of his nature and character. Um, and so I hope that helps you at some level um, because I think we all struggle in those seasons, but I want to just say to you, God is worthy of your trust mm-hmm. and really what he wants from us is to just try. And if you think it's like, think about it, Dr. Tammy, if you have kids, this is what helps me. You give your kids wisdom. Perhaps they're a teenager, they're a child. You give them some wisdom about something that you know is truth, but they struggle to trust you and they do it anyway. And you go, why don't you just trust me? I know what I'm talking about. And so it's just coming back to this idea that God, you know, he's all knowing, he's all perfect. He's a good father. And uh, that even when things don't seem good, he, he still is good. And he's going to work all things together for your good. And so I just think you have to trust God to end your story well and don't give up on God. And if you're in a season of tragedy, let God continue to write your story because he's a good author. He's the author and the finisher. And I believe when you trust him, your story's not going to end in tragedy. It's going to end in triumph. So just know he's writing a great story about your life. You can trust him. Ooh, that's good. Uh, Dr. Tammy says, amen. Hallelujah. I'll be on the lookout for your wife's book. That's good. Uh, that's good. That's good stuff. Hey, if you're, if you're connected, leading in right now in the chat, I want you to type there. I want you to type, let's flourish together and keep that flourish in capital. Let's flourish together because it's not, we is greater than me. You can put that there as well. If you know how to put the little sign greater than. <laughs> we are on our Veil live call webinar with our author of the month, Pastor Michael Turner, with the book of the month, Flourish, Finding Your Place for Wholeness and Fulfillment. Man, I want to be whole. I want to be fulfilled. Uh, Michael, Pastor Michael, let's take it to to kind of a leap, kind of spin it a little bit to leaders. I I know there's a lot of leaders because that's what we do here at Avail. We we really lean into helping and resourcing leaders. And as leaders, we want to flourish. If you could take maybe a specific principle from, from this book, Flourish, that you would say, man, I really, I, I wish I could impart this on all the leaders out there, pastors, ministry and church leaders, especially marketplace leaders. What, what would you say could making that connection to leaders? Well, that's a great question. I'll try to narrow it to just one concept. But I think, honestly, um, I think as leaders, we have to make sure that we are walking in that close fellowship with God, that we are stewarding our souls and allowing the Holy Spirit to keep us in a place of healing, that we have those voices in our life that that know our secrets, that know uh, our challenges. And for me, I've got three guys in my life that they're not impressed with me. I can take off the armor and I can, I can say, hey, here's what I'm struggling. So I would just say to leaders, make sure that you're staying in that place of accountability and health, because if you're not healthy, then nothing around you is going to be healthy. And and we have such a great privilege and an honor to steward 
in God's house and in God's kingdom. And I just, I would say, be, make sure that you pay attention, right? Make sure that you're resting well. I'll talk about that. Success starts on Sunday. Uh, you're serving on Sunday. So where's your Sabbath? Where are you resting? Mm. You know, you don't have to grind and hustle. You should study those words out. There's a place of grace that will flow that will cause you to multiply your efforts and energy. So I would say, make sure you're taking care of yourself because when you are healthy, then other things around you are going to be healthy and, and just lead from that place of knowing that you have a great responsibility, love people, forgive people, serve people, and, and, and don't be afraid of, of in, uh, leading them to plant in the house of God. Like, don't apologize. Don't regret it. Just know that if we can get them connected in the house, it's the soil and good things are going to come from their life. So that's what I would say, Virgil, as a leader, just make sure you're paying attention, stay healthy, because there's a lot of leaders. I think when we're frustrated, when we're unhealthy, we make bad decisions. And, and, and where we sit, our words carry so much weight. We've just got to make sure that we're, we're leading from a place of health and love and accountability. Uh, I think that's where we're going to find our greatest impact in the lives of others, because you know, it's like Craig Rochelle says, uh, people don't want to follow a leader who's always right, but a leader who's always real, you know, and I think just, yeah, I would say that would be my encouragement. That's so good. That's so good. I'm seeing all the love in the chats here, everybody. <laughs> Thank you for participating. So here's what I want to do. Avail team. Let's put that link in the chat once again. This is our Avail live call webinar of the month with our author of the month, Michael Turner, and his book, Flourish, Finding Your Place for Wholeness and fulfillment, uh, I wanna just reiterate, the no-brainer is going for the Masterclass Bundle Upgraded. Click on that link. By the way, copy and, I'm helping you here, copy and paste it and share it with some friends, share it with some leaders, share it with somebody in your life that you feel, man, I, I really want them to flourish and say, hey, I want you to flourish. Let's flourish together. <laughs> um, the, the link is in the chat. It's the book. It's a hardcover. Let's hold it up, Pastor Mike. Can you hold it up? And Here it is. Beautiful. Yeah, it's a beautiful book. Beautiful book. It's a hardcover book. Yeah, it comes the masterclass bundle, by the way. It comes with a companion study guide where you can document and just take notes as you're going through the chapters and access to the masterclass videos, which includes six highly produced, very well produced videos with Michael sharing insights that are not even in the book that, that are complimentary. Uh, plus, this, this is going to be there as a bonus video on that masterclass. Uh, video uh, series because you're going to be able to lean into the, anything that Pastor Michael said here on this call as well. All of that masterclass bundle upgrade, it's right there in the link. You got to check it out. This is our newest book. He's going to help you. It's going to help people you know. All right, we're on the final stretch, Pastor Michael. Final stretch. I want to. I want to just touch on that third section. We talked. You know, you, you started off with the presence of God and talked about the people of God. Let's kind of let's let's bring it home with the purpose of God. I see chapter nine, shift happens. <laughs> chapter 10, intimacy and impact. I got to be careful how I say chapter nine, right? Shift happens. Be real intimacy. careful. <laughs> chapter 11, we will rock you. Chapter 12, success starts on Sunday. What, what, what insight, what do you want to share with us from that last section? Well, I think in the purpose, um, you know, God, when, when God uh, redeems us and saves us and we become adopted in his family, um, that gives us a great position, right? We're now sons and daughters. We have access to the throne. Uh, we can come before it in our time of need. I mean, 
we're joint heirs with Christ and, and we're sons. We find our identity. We're daughters. We, we, we find that place of wholeness, but God brought us into the family, not just for intimacy, but for impact. Come on. And so uh, our position or our place as a child of God gives us intimacy, but it's only in our function that gives us impact. And so, you know, it's like my children, uh, they have everything that I have one day is going to be theirs. In fact, right now they have access to it, but in our family, they still have a function. So that means that, uh, in other words, when, when, um, when I fulfill my function, I'm actually expressing love. And if we're going to love God and love people, uh, one of the ways that we show love to God is not just in our worship, not just in our prayer, uh, but it's in our our purpose of serving, and we have a we have a function, right? Because you're a part of the body of Christ, and so your function is what gives you impact. And, and let me say it like this, and I, and I kind of say this in the book. Uh, when I married Charla 24 years ago, uh, my position as her husband gave me great benefits, but it wasn't my position that expressed my love for her. It was my function. When I love her as Christ loves the church, when I wash her with the water of the word, when I love her and praise her publicly and, you know, and, and, and cherish her privately. So in that, it's not in our position that we necessarily show love for God. It's in our function. And so I talk about how we have a purpose and how everything that is connected, God breathes on. When you think about Ezekiel 37, it was a disconnected army. It was bones. It was nothing. The breath of God came and blew on it. And as it, after it was connected, the spirit of God blew on it. So I talk about get connected, find your function, find your place to serve, because God's created you to do something at, that no one else can do. You have a uniqueness, you have a gifting, you have a calling. Ephesians 2.10 said that you were created in Christ Jesus to do good works that he planned for you long ago. So your purpose uh, it's where you're going to find your fulfillment and make an impact in your family, in your your church, and in your world. So really, that's I break that down as to what does that look like, uh, because people want to know what is my purpose, and I tell them, this is it, right? It's 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 to know God and to make Him known, and then it's through the local church that we are to help you identify that gift and empower you and equip you to fulfill your purpose. That's good. I have found in my life that the greater the intimacy with God, mm. the greater potential for impact so true. on this earth. I love That's this. Great. Hey, everybody. This, man, this has been so good. This has been such a good conversation. We are on. It was a Pastor Mike, I like, I like music. There it is. There it is. Come on. Come on. Come on, everybody. It's our Avail Live Call webinar of the month. And our Avail Author of the Month, Michael Turner, the Book of the Month, Flourish. Our Avail team is putting the link again. Want to put it in there again, right in the chat, copy and paste that, click on it if you're on your laptop, check it out. If you're not an Avail subscriber, you can get the book for free. So if you have a friend who's not subscribed to Avail, they can get the book for free, plus six months of the Avail Journal for free. And if you're already on Avail, you know how to get these resources. But everybody, I think, should consider best deal, the best offer, no brainer, the masterclass bundle upgrade. That's going to include the book. It's going to include the companion study guide. It's going to include the masterclass videos. It's going to include this bone as a bonus session, and it's going to help you grow. It's going to help you flourish. Who doesn't want to flourish? We all want to flourish. Maybe you know somebody who really, really needs this right now. Lord, show us, speak to our hearts, show us who needs this. 
who we can encourage, copy and paste that link, share it with somebody, use it yourself. We're talking about the book of the month, Flourish by Michael Turner. This is going to be an awesome read. It's an, it's an easy read because the content is rich. It's easy to read, but it's practical. It's going to help you practically as you take steps towards flourishing. Here's what I want to do as we close off. Pastor Michael, can you just, can you hold the book up and just do your pitch, your, your, your pitch of why people want to get this book? Well, I believe that people need this revelation uh, because it's in the Father's house that we're going to find that place of wholeness and fulfillment, and it's going to bring healing not only to us, but to our family, and I really believe to our nation. Our nation needs this message because everything that they need is found in the house of God, and it's found in Christ, and I think together we can help bring as many people as possible into the revelation that they too can flourish but it's only in God's house. We can help them get there. Woo! From the author himself. Somebody's asking me, Pastor Virgil, were you a DJ at some point in life? No, but I am a musician. I was a worship leader. So Hello. I love <laughs> Man, Pastor Virgil, this has been a great, uh, a great opportunity to connect with you. A great opportunity for a lot of our Avail audience to lean in. Uh, and not only today, they're going to be able to see this and listen to this in the future as well as it's repurposed into a podcast in the future. But it's so good to be here. Come on, if you've been leaning in and learning something and enjoying this in the chat, just put so good. Just put I'm learning. Just put I want to flourish. I'm excited about this. Pastor Michael, this has been a, a great opportunity. I want to I want to just mention real quick before before you share maybe one final thought from your heart for everybody um, here at Avail. We want to produce resources like your book like the Avail Journal. You're on the cover of one of these. Your articles are in here as well. We, we love this. What do you think about the Avail Journal? I think it's absolutely amazing. I mean, it's so well, it's put together so well. The material's great. The layout, the content, it's it's to the point. It's just incredible principles and nuggets. To, I, I think it's just such a blend and such a, a great a la carte, but it all kind of it has something for everybody. So I, I think it's brilliant. Yeah, I think it's the best Christian leadership magazine in this moment. And by the way, I think one of the best Christian books for anybody out there right now, Flourish. It's our book of the month here on Avail. Our author of the month is Pastor Michael Turner. We've had a privilege and a pleasure of talking to him throughout this past hour. Pastor Michael, what's one final nugget you want to leave on everybody's hearts as we close off? I would say, number one, make sure you stay connected to Avail. I mean, what an incredible resource. So make sure you do that. But I would also say, don't give up on the church. Jesus gave us a promise. I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail. So believe what he said, bring the best of who you are to him, but also to a local church. Find a place, get planted, because if you're floating, you can't flourish. You've got to be planted in the soil. You weren't called to be potted in a pot because you'll be limited. You're called to be planted in a house which is massive because God's got massive things for you. So I would say get planted in the house of God. Thank you for joining us for this episode of The Avail Podcast with our guest, Michael Turner. You can connect with Michael by going to turningpointchurch.tv. For more leadership resources, check us out at theartofleadership.com. And if you'd like to connect with our growing leadership community on Facebook, visit availleadershipconnect.com. As always, I'm your Avail Media host, Virgil Sierra. Muchas gracias. Thank you for connecting with us to learn the art of leadership here at the Avail Podcast podcast.